Absolute Geek Podcast. It is Thursday night, Phoenix, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast presents comic book reviews. My name is Matt. And I'm Kyle. And I'm taking a break from uh, Pokemon Go while the servers are down to talk a little bit about comic books. Pokemon Go. Yeah, fuck yeah, Pokemon Go. Are you playing that on your phone? I sure am. How do you know the servers are down? Me and, like, everyone else in the fucking world. I'm not. I've been trying it all day, and they've been going down all day. You know what? I think someone else was talking about it. Oh, shit. Kellen's been playing it. I've been playing it. Fucking. And you just sent me a link for the Joker Arkham Asylum uh, hot toy. Nice. Because you got to have everything you can, Jared Leto. Right? Look at it, though. Nice. Oh, look, he's in the, like that. So you can pose these? Yeah. Oh, look, he's sitting backwards in a chair. That's how I like it. <laughs> oh, shit. He's going old school, oh, early look, 90s. They got him doing, like, glamour shot pose. <laughs> yep. Damaged. I'm damaged goods. Did you see they released a few more pictures from that, uh, from the movie? No, I was just thinking that today that there really hasn't been any, like, updates recently on on it they released like they released one picture where like Harley is in like a dress mm-hmm. like a like an evening type dress type of thing and the Joker's sitting there let me see if I can find it but I mean it was like three more pictures in, of, than we haven't seen prior really yeah there was like five or six pictures total hmm. and it was uh, I don't know I'm, I'm kind of glad that the I'm kind of glad that the hype over that movie's kind of died down because it actually almost made me forget about it a little bit until this week's comics book came out and they're stamped with Suicide Squad coming theaters August 5th. Right. So I kind of forgot about it a little bit. She's in uh, Tar... She's going to be Tar... She's in... She's Jane in Tarzan. Is she? Margaret... Margaret Ravi? Yeah. Hmm. Because I saw her on... Uh, I think she was on, like... Not Jimmy Fallon, but she was on... Whatever the fuck the other guy's name is. Um, well, there's um, there's Jimmy Fallon, there's... Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, That's yeah. who it was, she was on. It was, uh... So that was, I mean... I can't find it now, but yeah, they should... It was like... The article made it sound like there was going to be like... Oh, right here. There was going to be like exclusive new pictures, and I was like... My idea was more than Ted. Because, like, here's one. The first one they showed is, uh, you see Jared Leto as the Joker and Harley behind him. That we've already seen, her sitting in her jail cell sipping tea and reading. We've seen that. There's the one I was talking about right there. Where she's, it's like. Nice. It's like an evening type of thing. Like Yeah. I think that dress looks sexy as shit on her, too. Yeah, she, looks, she does look sexy as shit in that picture. So, then, we got, uh... Katana. Uh, and then the, the whole, the whole squad, the whole Suicide Squad, fucking Will Smith getting directions by the director. <laughs> I'm gonna get that. The cover? Yeah, Entertainment Weekly. Looks fucked up, though, look at him. Yeah, he does. It doesn't look like him. It looks like they over... Joker fight him or something, yeah. 
then oh, they got a whole bunch of different covers out for it. So, and that's the ten pictures. To me, it was like because you know, like the title of this is Suicide Squad. See exclusive new photos. So it's like one photo and then ten that you've already seen. Yeah. One new photo and eight you've already seen. But that one, I that one right there. Even that, even that face she's making. She's making like a demented ass face with it too. Mm-hmm. The more and more I see this, I think the more and more it looks like they, they fucking nailed it. I don't know. We'll see on August 8th. In a month. I'm more focused on, I don't know. Like I said, they've, they haven't released any real news on that movie, so I kind of forgot about it. And then, Which is kind of good, though, because remember at first they were inundating us with pictures. and, and Yeah. So I'm kind of glad that they... Check out this new Suicide Squad. Check out this new Suicide Squad photo. Check out this new set photo. I would like everybody out there to know that I finally f- finished my battle with AT&T. Did you? Mm-hmm. After fighting with them since April, they have finally combined my AT&T bill with my DirecTV bill. Nice. So it only took April, May, June, and July to do it. That's not bad. No. Not if you want to pay $100 for unlimited internet. That's pretty good. <laughs> so I thought it was good. And $100. I mean, yeah, isn't it a hundred bucks? Really? 60. For what? Your cell phone? For my unlimited data? Yeah, but I don't know. Because when I did it, when I was at the AT&T store getting my phone, the guy was like, oh, it's a hundred dollars a month for unlimited when you fucking bundle your, your Oh, for data and talking? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my part of the bill is like, after tax, it's like a hundred and seven bucks. Yeah. And then I have three more phones. Well... Two more phones and the fourth one's free. But as I've been running around the last 24 hours looking for Pokemon, I'm like, maybe I need more than two gigs of data. But then I'm like, well, I spend half of my time with my phone connected to fucking Wi-Fi, so... it doesn't matter. Why am I just pissing money away? I think, who else? Somebody else I know is, I think they were running around, because you have to to run around and get stuff, right? Well, you find them. It's, like, integrated in with uh, Google Maps. So you like walk around. Yes, and they, they said they were up. they were driving around the valley. Yeah. Yes. That's why they were I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? So as you drive around it just shit just pops up. Well you're not supposed to drive around because you gotta keep your eye on it so like it's dangerous. But yeah, you like walk through and a Pokemon will pop up and then you can throw a Pokemon ball and catch them and then they've got uh designated locations around your area that are like Pokemon centers where you can heal them or stores where you can get stuff and then they have locations that are designated as gyms where you can, like, actually fight other other people. So you actually go on Google Map? Yeah, it's it integrates in with Google Maps, yeah. How much is that? It's free. Is it really? Mm-hmm. What's it called? Uh, Pokemon. You just type in Pokemon? Yeah, it's, it's like, the number one thing on uh, the App Store right now. I'm going to have to check this out. I used to be a huge Pokemon when I was younger. I remember Burger King was given... I probably told the story before, but Burger King, when you got... When you bought a meal, you mm-hmm. got a Pokeball. And my aunt used to work there. So somewhere in my house, I have a box. Of Is those. it the one that came with, like, the gold card? Like, you opened it up and, like, a gold-plated card inside of it? Yeah, or, they, it was or around the they, were like, they were big. It was around the time, like, Pokemon 2000 came out, the movie. Yeah, and I think they actually had characters in them, too, also. Mm. But they were big. Mm-hmm. They were big Pokeballs. Yeah. I remember I used to take them and throw them. <laughs> Yeah, that that's literally consumed my life the last two days. So it just came out. Yeah, it came out yesterday. It came out last night. 
in between oh, rounds. Po- Pokemon Go? Yeah, in between rounds at uh, Trivia last night, we were all running around the parking lot looking for fucking Pokemon. Let's see. It's pretty fun. I'm going to check this out right now. That's, we're downloading. So it's integrated into Google Maps. Oh, I see it like there's, you look on your, like you look on your street views and there's, you see people, right? Well, no, so it's, so it's like, like that. see Charizard? That 3D map. So it's just like that blue area. And then when you come across the Pokemon, it kicks into your camera and it like shows you where it's at. So that's why you see pictures. I don't know if you see my Facebook, but I've posted pictures of like Pokemon I've caught, like one sitting on my table that I caught in my living room. And then one, Kellen went to McDonald's and I went with him and he was sitting there eating and a Pokemon popped up like right on his fries. So I took a picture of it and as I was catching it. So you guys were actually playing it at McDonald's yeah. and it popped mm-hmm. up. So like if I so go, like if you're driving down the road and you go past an open field, Pokemon could pop up and you can try and catch them. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Let's see. So now I'm loading it in. Jesus Christ! So you play Pokemon. You gotta create care. You gotta create your own character and shit, and then you get to choose your starter. You gotta, you gotta allow everything. Huh? Yeah. You get to create your own, or you get, you create your own character, and then you get your starter from the original OG starters. It's like. Uh, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and Char- Charmander. Uh, sign in with Google. Oh my god. Let's see. So what else is going on besides Pokemon um, as I set up my account? Nothing. Just getting ready for San Diego in two weeks. Oh, Less than two weeks. Lucky fucker. Be in San Diego this, not the next week, but the week after. I know. I was talking to my what is she a dental hygienist mm-hmm. I was talking to her about going to uh, San Diego it's gonna be fun yeah. our servers are experiencing issues please yeah, come back that's, later that's the problem they've been having they've been fucking overloaded all day because people are trying to play it really yeah it's been crazy so I can't even fucking play it yeah let me see so I should be able to log in nope yeah we've had to, we've been having that issue all day it's, it just goes up to the, the the title screen. Yeah, and then it'll be it'll or it'll ask you to like log in, and when you log in, it'll like pop this? up. Yeah, and then oh, it'll pop it, up. And I have say, to sign in every time until you actually connect to the game server, and then it keeps you signed in. Oh, this is fucking junk! I don't think they were expecting this, were they? Um, I I don't know. Because it originally launched yesterday in Australia. And then, like, last night, they launched it in North America. And it's only in... Ooh, there yeah. you go. So now you gotta just cre- agree to all the terms and then create your character. Oh, shit. All right, everybody, hold on. I'm, I'm, yes, I will help you research. That's great. I was looking for someone just like me to help. That's awesome. They were waiting for me. They were. You'll need to find and collect Pokemon from everywhere. I hope everybody else is playing this game, too. <laughs> Choose your style. All right. I'm going to be a dude. I, like I said, I've been playing that game for the last 24 hours, and it's fucking... It's crazy. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're definitely going to switch hats. Fuck. All right. Fuck it. I'm all set. Let's see. The character creator isn't, <laughs> isn't that very... In depth, it's only like four shirts and four hats you can choose from. Here are some Pokeballs. These will help you catch. 
Oh, I already have, like, Squirtle and stuff, huh? You get to... Well, one should cho- show up right away. I have three. So you get to choose your starter. Oh, who I want to start? Yeah. So you choose which one you want to catch first. Yes, camera on. Oh, shit. Should I just throw it at it? Oh, that's fucking cool. I keep missing. Oops. So just hold the Pokeball until the, like, green circle around him gets close to him, and then let it go. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, what the fuck? Like this? Now let it go. You gotta flick it up. Oh, god damn it. He dodged it. <laughs> Fucking dick. He dodged it again. He's starting to be a dick. There you go. Got him. Oh, that's fucking cool. See? That's pretty fucking cool. Gotcha. So I said, uh, I fucking was joking with Kellen last night. I said, thanks to Pokemon Go, you're going to see a news story. This is a local man loses 200 pounds playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> then he's going to be roaming the streets looking for Pokemon. Oh, that's fucking funny. It's a lot of fun. Let's see. Congratulations. You've caught your first Pokemon. There you go. You're on your way. You are a such a talented Pokemon trainer. What should I call you? You are on your way to a grand Pokemon adventure, Kyle. This dick. Uh, it won't let me. What does it tell you? Only letters and numbers are oh. allowed. Well, this dick is letters and numbers. I'm going to write this. This. Diak. What does it say? This Diak. <laughs> so you're going to be this Diak? Yeah. You can't change it. Never? <laughs> nope. Fuck it. Okay. I'm this Diak. <laughs> okay, what a cool nickname. I thought so, too. <laughs> yeah. All right, nice to meet you. So now what? Okay, I'm not going to play anymore. I'm going to go back to podcasting. Well, now you fucking walk your ass around town and find Pokemon. Let's, oh, so now I actually have to physically, like, do something. Yeah. Oh, shitty. Yeah, you have to, like, physically walk around or ride your bike or be, like, some of these lazy-ass people and oh, it knows fucking it. So I can just drive. bounce in and out of it now, huh? Yep. Pretty cool. So. I'm gonna, there's going to be all kinds of car accidents now. Cause <laughs> probably. Of, uh, all right. Well, that's enough about the Pokemon Go. <laughs> Because I'm going to go play it some more when I'm done here and consume my life some more. Ten minutes of me setting up Pokemon. <laughs> so uh, why don't you go ahead and start since you got Paper Girls and it's probably the only different book than that we have. we doing a Tuesday show. No. Just comic book reviews, man. That's it? That's it. I thought we were doing two shows. Um, no, just one. Oh, fuck. I, I, wasn't, even, I wasn't even comic book review mood. mode. Oh. I was in a, I was in another mode. That's why I started out talking about... Oh no! Suicide I, Squad. Oh no, that's it's fun. We always have witty banter before we review comic books, so I don't know if you'd call it witty, but we have some sort of banter. No, I just I don't have enough fucking shit for a normal show, so I just figured we just do comic book reviews. That's there it. There literally has not been anything news and noteworthy come out really. Okay, I'll start with Paper Girls then. Paper Girls Seven still fucking weird as shit. <laughs> they are still. Um, in 2016 Aaron has met older Aaron 
She was the young paper girl. Um, weird alien Aaron is still... Tr- what happens is, is they've got these... They're calling them like... Uh, they're, iPod, they're iPhones. They're mm-hmm. iPods. But they're calling them like iThing. That's what they keep calling them. And they have one. And what... The map is going off on the iThing. And it's showing them that they have to get to this mall. So they know Aaron and Aaron. Aaron and... Younger, 1988 Aaron and 2016 Aaron know then uh, weird alien looking Aaron. There's three Aaron's in this right now. <laughs> um, they know that they all know that they have to go to this mall. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they're doing is they don't completely trust the 2016 older version of the girl. So they're, two of the girls are going to wait till they leave and they're going to, like, find their future selves or something just in case that's, like, a trap or it's not what it's supposed to be. It's kind of weird, though. This one is, the like, the alien Aaron that goes up to the Uber and she's like, I need you to transport me somewhere. And, and they're like, well, I'm an, U- I'm, a, I'm an Uber, darling, so you need to use the app. She's like, ma'am, I have trouble translating that. <laughs> she's like I'm just a kid in distress so they, and what happens is this weird ass thing pops out of the water it almost looks I don't know it's like this weird looking walrus looking weird looks snout like a giant thing butthole with a butthole on it for her mouth and then what happens is another weird thing also pops out of the water and eats butthole face it eat him it ate him yeah Jesus it just popped out of the water also and ate him. What I think is going on is something has happened right around the time the girls went from 1988 to 2000. Kind of like when uh, Biff took the time machine uh-huh. to give younger Biff the almanac mm-hmm. and he skewed the timeline. I think what happens is, is they are on this skewed... Timeline? Yeah. This alternate. They're on it like in an alternate timeline right now. Hmm. And I think that's what's going on. So... They decide that they have to go, and that's what she's kind of talking about. She's kind of like, I think it's the wrong timeline. I think I have to go back and change it, like in Terminator. That's mm-hmm. actually what she's referencing as Terminator, because Back to the Future, well, it's 1988. Does that out. thing say eat ass? Yes, it does. <laughs> it's spray-painted on the wall of eat the... Eat ass. It's spray-painted on the wall of the um, mall. Nice. So, yeah, that's what they're talking and, and that's what pretty much where they go is they're they're about to walk into the mall. They've Aaron and older Aaron have came up to the mall and they're about to walk in. The other two girls have split on bikes, and they're doing some banter about not believing that a woman a woman could be president because huh. they saw a Hillary for president yeah. thing in the front yard. And what happens is they show up to one of the girls' houses, and a man answers, and. Uh, they, they talk back and forth, and she says, oh, no, the I bought this house from the original owners in 1992 after their daughter died. And they're like, passed, died. And he looks at her, and she's like, all right, then. Guess we'll have to update their subscription. Huh. And that's where it ended. So, so I wonder who died. I th- the red-haired girl, one of the, one of the original paper girls that went back in time, she's it's this, I know you guys out there can't see it, but... 
there's two girls. There's a brown-haired girl and a red-haired girl. They go up to a house, and they do some banter about how the house looks different, and, mm-hmm. and they go up, and it's the red-haired girl. They said she died of leukemia. Oh, shit. Yeah. So And that's, and that's where it ends. Mm. And that was this week's uh, Paper Girls. This month's Paper Girls. This month's Paper Girls, which, I mean... Ravishing review. It's... It's still odd, and that's why it's still. I still can't wait for it every month because it's the guy who writes it. What's his name? Brian Vaughn. Like I said, I almost picked it up at uh, local comic book store's Fourth uh, of July dollar sale, but they only had issues two, three, five, and six. So I would have missed missing one and four. I mean, it's good. It's still odd. That's what's keeping me into this book. Is like now I'm like, what? What is going on? This is yeah. fucking. Which I think they've gotten crazy. They've they've it's taken seven issues, but they finally have starting to lay down whatever it is that's gonna happen. Hmm. So I think it's kinda cool. It's uh it's different. I kinda would like to that would be kinda cool. I might tweet at Brian Vaughn and see if he's actually gonna be there because 'cause I'd like to ask him a few questions about Paperboy, Paper Girls. Like what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is up with those fucking aliens? What the fuck is up with this? There's like four or five questions of particular things in this book I would like to ask him. Yeah. Like those monsters that came out of the water, what was their purpose? What was their point? You just, you see them. Well, he's probably not going to tell you because then he's going to give away like future plans. And then like some of the other aliens and some of the weirdness of it, I'd just like to ask him like what. Yeah. I'd be interested if he actually told you instead of just being like, you'll find out, keep reading. That's just probably what I'll do to keep your fucking interest. Probably. Oh, you son of a bitch. I don't want to give away too much because then he's not going to read anymore. He's got to be able to go to a little bit of depth about things. Like, what is that thing called? Oh, I'm sure he'll probably go, he can probably go into depth about it, but I don't know how much he'd be able to give you, like, details. I don't want... Spoilers. I, I don't want anything that spoils the, the continuation of the book, but there's just... I have a, There's, like, a couple, like, holes that I want filled in, like, mm-hmm. just questions. It's going to be like, listen, so Aaron goes back to... 1985 decides to quit delivering papers becomes a bull dyke and then has a sex change becomes transgendered and, co- and marches co- uh, carpets and instead of having her name spelled E-R-I-A-N it's A-A-R-1 now <laughs> and she talks like this yep like see, Meg from Family Guy yeah, that's Ron. exactly what I was thinking of okay Ron see my mustache yep that's exactly what it is all right, so... I just I just ruined the book for you. Yeah, you did. But I'm going to actually... I'm a guy. <laughs> okay, Aaron. Right. I'm actually going to tweet at him. That's Aaron with an A. Yep. <laughs> yep, A-A-R-O-N, right? See my mustache? See my mustache? <laughs> Look, I have arms. I have a tattoo. <laughs> I know women can have tattoos, too. I have a big fish tattoo. I have a... Jesus Christ, dude. Do you ever check your email? What? Fuck me. Oh, 621 emails? Jesus Christ. No, I don't really check it very much. Yeah, you get a lot of sh- junk mail. Uh. It's over, yeah. Jesus. Jesus. I check the important ones. Jesus. Some of them. All right, uh, let's go. Did you read Green Arrow? No, I didn't even pick it up. Really? Um, I'm going to have to pick it. I didn't even see it. Green Arrow number two, Rebirth, Green Arrow issue two. Was that this um, week? Yep. It was pretty interesting. Um, so if you remember our view last time, it picked up where Oliver's uh, adopted sister or taken-in sister, I guess you could say, um, 
Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Orphan, not orphan. Um, God damn it. Yeah, and a foster sister. Um, her mother came back and they, they shot Oliver full of arrows. And then they dumped his body. Uh, they, so they basically took his yacht and staged it to make it look like he had an all-night bin, uh, bender and staged it with, like, drugs and alcohol everywhere. And there was blood everywhere and knocked him overboard. Well, it ends up... Uh, he washes ashore on an island. And uh, his tech guy finds him and his grandmother nurses him back to health and pretty much uh, they pretty much slander him and say that like he was partying and, and pretty much on drugs and killed his sister so they put, put it as like a murder-suicide so at this time like Black Canary doesn't believe what's going on she doesn't believe like why people are slandering Oliver Queen's name so she's trying to figure out what actually happened and what's going on with Oliver. Um, you finally get to see Diggle. This dude has to... He has to... Brian K. Vaughn, who does Paper Girls, has to be at San Diego Comic-Con. Why? Because he lives in fucking California. <laughs> um, but they've got these bad guys that are like... I don't know, like, melt you if they touch you. So they're trying to... Pretty much Black Canary's trying to figure out what happened to Oliver. And... Towards the end of the book, Oliver heals and makes his way to an underground bunker, and he's pretty much asking this tech guy for help. And the guy's like, "You can't afford to pay me anymore. You're not. You no longer have a bank account. You no longer have money. You have nothing." And um, Oliver pretty much just says, "What do you do when you you're dead and no one will help you anymore?" He's like, uh, "Who's left to believe in but the Green Arrow?" And he's looking at Seattle. And getting ready to go lay vengeance and take back his city. The end. I can't believe I didn't get that. It should have been... I ended up with Justice League, which I didn't end up reading because I didn't get to it, but I'm going to I'm gonna have to go find this, two in my box. What, well, hold on. Well, before, What did you give Paper Girls? What was your rating? Oh, it's, I give it an 8. It's, it's just got yeah. that constant weirdness to it, which that's, I think is awesome. I give Green Arrow 7.5 just because it's... It's different than the show. If you're picking up this book expecting to get the same green arrow that you get from the CW show, you're going to be mistaken because instead of um, Star City, it's uh, Seattle he's in and, and stuff. So it's it's a different concept. Um, the cast of characters are different. Like, you still have Diggle, but um, his sister Does is he have not... Does he needle helmet on? No, no. He's he's a military dude. He's kind of like a, a hired bodyguard. Hey, wait, can I take your picture right now and put it on the... Uh on the Absolute Geek site? No. Why not? Why do you want to take my picture? Hold on. What are you trying to do? I feel like I'm being set up here for something. <laughs> oh, don't post that. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Just because my fucking thing is pushing my hair up. <laughs> Asshole. Oh, I'll erase it right now. Um, but yeah, I gave it a 7.5. It's, it's interesting. I don't know. I'm going to keep going to see where it goes. I don't know if I'll make it past issue five, but hey, I'm going to try. Why do you think it's going to peter out or what? No, I just, I don't know where it's going and it's just not like. That's what I feel like another book we're going to, uh, it was kind of, review. it was kind of like, a, it almost felt like a chore to read. Like it was just kind of like. It feels like eh, another comic that I'm reading. I don't really care, so. I don't know how much longer I'll stick on Green Arrow. I'm sure, like, a lot of people are digging it, but it's just not 
Green Arrow has never been my my forte, and because people are talking like so much about him, uh, and how well, you need to check this book out, check this book out. That's why I did, and it just I don't I I really understand why Green Arrow is never my forte now. So <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. You see what happens. All right. So I guess we're on to uh, Batman. Um. Yeah. Batman number two. So you got the regular cover. I brought the variant. Yeah, I didn't like the variant cover. I just get them both. There's two covers. I just get two covers. Solomon Grundy. I. <sighs> two covers of everything now. Yeah, they're doing two covers of everything. They're all one and ones. So what are you? Okay, let's 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 open it up. Let's actually go through Batman. Go ahead. What? Start it off. Okay, so Batman 2, uh, Rebirth Issue 2, it pretty much starts off with uh, Gotham and Gotham Girl fighting Solomon Grundy. Mm-hmm. And he's doing his whole Born on a Monday. Married on a married Wednesday. Married on a Wednesday speech, and um, they're pretty much... Does he kind of look like Grey Hulk right there? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. He's, they're fighting Grundy, and then uh, Grundy starts to get the advantage on him, and then Batman steps in, and... Uh, Dude, I, I this is probably my favorite part right here is is as the smoke's clearing, Batman's just chilling on a grate. Mm-hmm. After putting down Grundy. No, before he's just oh, he's still waiting, yeah. like he's watching what's going on. Well, yeah, because he puts himself in between Grundy and the guy that's sitting there. Yeah. And as Grundy's coming over, Batman kind of like Batman's a strong motherfucker. Yeah. In this overends book. him and puts him down and. Dude, he picks him up with his fucking with one arm, dude. Mm-hmm. One hand, he picks him up. You know what he would have been better? If he would have put a rocket booster on him and just shot him oh into the air. God. Yeah, because he apparently has those just lying around. I think he does. <laughs> I cannot wait to ask Tom King that. But then he, he pretty much puts Grundy down and he kind of scolds Gotham and Gotham Girl and he was like, not good, not fast enough. He's like pretty much like good but not good enough. And he was like, what do you mean? We, we had him on the ropes. And he was like, no, nah. he was like two seconds away from crushing this dude. And you see a little homeless guy sitting there. As Batman, like, zip lines away. 0.7 seconds. 0.7 seconds. There you go. He would have trampled that man in 0.7 seconds. It almost looks like... Oh, I see it now. I was like, God, yeah, they're having Batman fucking fly away. So, yeah, there's just... He's pretty much just telling us he just wants him to be better. And that's why Batman is Batman, yo. Oh, the... I don't know. I don't know if it's be because he says I was dead. Because we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. So it's not. It's it's picking up where it left off. Well, to kind of what Kyle means, we we were debating over chat what if this book is still in continuity with what happened in the New Fifty Two, or if it's not. And if I remember correctly, they said that Batman was not going to rebirth. It was just going to continue on the story. I thought that what they were doing is they were going to keep... The way I thought I heard it was they were... they were, It wasn't going to set back like everything else, some mm-hmm. of the other stuff was. What it was they were going to do with it was they were going to pluck some of the best things of the new 52 and keep it in with it. So they were, what I thought they were saying is you were going to get the best of both worlds of Batman. You were going to get the best of the new 52 with the best of what they have in store for us from Rebirth. That's that's how I interpreted what 
John Jeffs was saying when he was Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns was John Jeffs. <laughs> Jeff Johns was saying when he was just. But I was also half asleep. <laughs> yeah. When I was watching it in the front row. Yeah, and I mean it. To me, like it's confusing because there's part. What really threw me off is there's a part where, um, pretty much they. Okay, so they pretty much stop Solomon Grundy. And then they're talking, and then Batman goes back to the Batcave with Alfred, and he's watching them, and then Alfred's like, you got this charity event. You need to come to this, come pay atten- or attend it. And then it cuts to Gordon in his office, and in his office a man sits down and pretty much says that he, he released Solomon Grundy. You missed the real important part, though. What? He's doing his woe is me, I was dead thing. Yeah. And he's... What I kind of liked was, okay, he kind of harped on this why he was standing on a plane traveling 300 miles an hour and not falling off. Mm-hmm. He was kind of going over this dead thing. Like, he's got this, like, he's got this Eeyore, woe is me thing, kind of. Which I get it. He died and came back, and if that's how they're continuing it. But I like where they, he says, uh, you know, I was dead. I knew the options, but I knew there weren't any options. He said, uh, I won't be able to stop them. I'll die. Then Dick will take my place. Then he'll die. Mm-hmm. So I hope that happens quick. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen at all. <laughs> but, I mean, I like the fact that he, he knows it's back to, you know, hopefully the Dick being able to maybe wear the cowl again. Yeah. Which but, would be kind of cool. So then Gordon has his dude in his office and he admits to it all and he's like, the monster men are coming and then slits his throat. Yeah, it's crazy. So then Batman is in the middle of dancing, and uh, he sees the bat signal and kind of takes off. And pretty much Duke is like, uh, he's like, we're going to get, he's like, call, well, not Duke, but Bruce is like, call Gotham and Gotham Girl. I want them in on this to meet Commissioner Gordon. And Duke's like, do you trust them? And and pretty much uh, Bruce is like, I don't even trust Alfred. I like for the reason why he doesn't trust him. Because <laughs> he got him the wrong gift as a kid. Yeah, the wrong sword. Yeah. But, yeah, so... So now they're bantering... And this is where you came during our chat where you are talking about why doesn't Jim reference him being Batman? Yeah, so during the... Um, so the Gotham and Gotham girls show up and they're talking to Commissioner Gordon and Batman, don't, lar- don't worry, Jim, they're with me. And, like, he's not shocked by any of this. And then Jim asks him, um, he's like, is it really easy to fight crime with a mask on? I'd think it would be itchy. So that's where it threw me off is, like, okay, well, dude, you spent the better part of six months, I would say, as Batman. Yeah. So your time as Batman is, like, you're just, are you guys just trying to hide it from Gotham and Gotham Girl? Is this, is this something, like, you and well, Bruce but- have, like, in... Like, like under so that wraps. we don't talk about it yeah like, like you don't talk about like, like you were the, saying or that's what I think it is I think not that so he doesn't know them yet he doesn't know yeah. Gotham Gotham girl it's not I mean where where would you have worked that into conversation and goes by the way I was Batman yeah before when he was dead I was Batman well it's just one of those things that's kind of confusing because why even have that line in there the reader knows that he was Batman you know if you were in the new into the new two fifty two you know he was Batman, so why even have that in there? So that's where I'm like, I remember. I thought I remember them saying that this book was not going to reboot. It was not going to reset. It was going to continue on. It was just going to be renumbered. 
to number one. It's going to continue on with the everything that's fifty two is canon. And it's not looking like just it. like Scott Snyder says that everything that is in Batman All Star is canon, or All Star Batman is canon. So, to me, Nick Cannon. Yeah, Nick Cannon wiling out. So to me, why even like like what is where are they going with this? And like, part of me starts to agree with you is that what are they just doing this so they can like pick and choose the best pieces and and cut them out? Because if I remember in issue one, don't they show the normal like humanized Joker? Yeah, like he was sitting in like a like a room or something yeah. at a table. Yeah. So okay, so there that shows that it co- that it, co- it guts in. Bruce constantly mentions that he died and came back, so that's a cut to the new Fifty Two. But then, Gordon doesn't doesn't say jack shit about being Batman. I just don't think it's the time or the place to talk about it. Maybe. I mean, they're, they're you know it's this dude just slit his throat in his office. He just gets introduced to these two new flying motherfuckers that are in front of him that he's never heard of before. Mm-hmm. You know him throwing in. Oh, by the way, so this guy with two thumbs right here. He was Batman. Yeah. I just think, you know... But I think it would have been a nice little treat or a nice little callback to his time as Batman if... Because when he's talking to him and Batman pretty much tells Gotham Girl and Gotham to go stop, um, go figure out what's going on. And Batman disappears. And Gotham's like... I uh, love this... I love the banter that they had about it. He's like, we're here to help, Commissioner. We're here to save the day. He's like, well, thank the Lord. Uh, Don't know how we got along without you. And then Gotham's girl's like, wait, where is he? And um, Uh, He's just like, he does that. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, yep, he does that. And it would have been cool if he would have thrown in, like, a line, like, I never really could get a hang of that. Yeah. And then they're like, what? And he's like, nothing. And then he, he just keeps walking away, you know? That would have been a nice little callback to him being Batman. Yeah. So the reader knows, okay, so he's they're keeping it hush-hush and he's playing coy about it. So it's, you know, but then he's like, yep. And they're all like, well, I can't, I can see through everything and I can't even see him. It's impossible. He's not on infrared. He's on nothing. And, and Gordon's like, yep, uh, it's not impossible, kid. It's Batman. Yeah. I thought that was good. And pretty much then it cuts to the end where you see the mastermind behind all this pretty much brainwashing everyone. Yep. And it ends up to be Hugo Strange. A very buff Hugo Strange, by the way. <laughs> right? Oh, well, Hugo Strange and Amanda Waller from Argos. Or Argo, or Argos. So she's kind of pulling strings behind the the scenes to try and help save Gotham, too. But I still don't know the deal with Gotham and Gotham Girl. I don't understand any of that. I... I know that they're super-powered beings, but how, why? What is their What is their connection to Gotham? Part of me thinks it's maybe it's Thomas Wayne Jr. Part of me thinks that maybe they're connected to Batman somehow. Um, or, it's, or it's Superman and Supergirl in disguise. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I don't know. This, there's just so many variables in this book, and it, it's kind of like... It wasn't bad. Like, I know you didn't like it. It wasn't bad, in my opinion, but it wasn't great either. And it's on, it's on like, 
rocky ground or shaky ground. That's the way I feel about it. Like it just seems like to me, not overall, because there should be, there could be people out there that really like it, but to me, it's on rocky ground for me because it's 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 starting to lose me. It's two issues in. I, it just seems like it's a little. It seems like emo instead of yeah. If Batman's doing more bitching yeah about death. That's what I was calling him, Eeyore. Yeah, he's doing more (laughs) bitching about death than anybody I've ever met. Like, you're fucking Batman. Yeah. Like, you have a reputation about you, and you're literally sitting here bitching about dying. I just, you know... Two issues. You bitched about dying. Yeah. Not not to mention you fucking somehow got rocket boots, or, um, not rocket boots, (laughs) but rocket boosters. Shoved up your buzzut. Yeah, and fucking rode a plane into the water but I don't know I just think what I mean by rocky ground is like you know how like when you're walking and you see in the moves and like everything splits and yeah. the, it just seems like either we're gonna get across it and it's gonna be kind of rough or we're gonna end up falling into the lava and it's gonna be over it's not Scott Snyder it's what it is and I, I, I see I see this becoming a, a slow burn mm-hmm. and I'm not excited about a slow burn Batman no, it's going to be pretty much, and that's what we were worried about before, is that you were getting that that bad taste in your mouth that when you heard that Tom King was going to write this, is this going to start becoming campy like Grayson was? It's It's got the feels, the jokes in there, and, like, like issue two almost felt identical to issue one because it's the making the same jokes. Mm. Bruce is talking about, it opens with Bruce talking about death, it opens, and then in the middle of it, they're making jokes about how Batman just disappears. Yeah. And then at the end, they're still pretty much talking about it. It's Gotham and Gotham Girl again talking about Batman. Yeah. I think, uh, like, I like I heard a lot of people say, because I know, I know he was writing Vision. Mm-hmm. And he's doing great at writing Vision. But I... I I don't think he should be writing something dark that should be darker like Batman. I, I don't... I, I see this... Honestly, I don't see us making us across this rocky terrain. I think I see us falling into the lava. In all honesty, and I, I said it, and I've said it since they rebirthed, James Tinian should be writing Batman. Because he's nailing it on Detective. Yeah, he is. And he should be writing Batman, too. Mm-hmm. He should be doing both. But... You know, they're giving Tom King a shot, and he's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm still on the ground. It, it's going to take, granted, it's only issue two, and that's kind of why I'm hanging around. It's only issue two, so I'm hoping that more is going to come of it. I'm going to give him issue, by but, issue six, that's three months. Yeah. Well, bi-weekly. That's so it's be, yeah. issue six will be three months. Mm-hmm. Be, so that's enough. Every two weeks. We got four more issues. But the introduction of of Gotham and Gotham Girl pretty much makes Batman mute. Like, why is he needed? You know, you've got two superhumans in your town now. And they're saying, well, we're not here to push you out. We're not here to step on your feet. We want to learn from you. Okay, so you're going to teach them. So as he's teaching a new Robin, I don't think they're calling him Robin. No. A new sidekick. I mean, so they're going to be the dynamic quattro? I guess. (laughs) I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. there's, there's, it's more than a duo. But, like, why? Where did they come from? What is their relationship with Gotham? 
they say that Gotham is their home, so they want to protect it. So what is their relationship to that? How do they yeah. play into this? Like they need they need to do a little bit. We need we need a little backstory. Yeah, in the next couple issues, or I think I'm bailing too. That's where I'm getting. And you know what? And I, I looked at it through Grayson, and I understood because Grayson has that attitude. He's mm-hmm. not dark. He's not as dark as Batman is. He's a little more lighthearted. He's a little more jokey. He's a little more can't be of a character. Yeah. Which he can get down and do what he needs to do, but overall attitude wise, that's and I, that's where I think we're kind of where Tom got away with it. Mm-hmm. Like it was okay. We kind of see it because I was kind of you know when I was talking to him about it at WonderCon, you know that's that's kind of what we were talking about was that was he was like you know that's that's the you know and that's where Tim Seeley kind of stepped in too because I was like I think he saw me as maybe they saw me as aggressive because I because I was just rapid firing what I was doing and I, that's where he that's where Tim Seeley kind of stepped in and he was like well you know and that's where they were kind of like yeah you know he's kind of a lighthearted, more you know attitude wise and I was like yeah I could see that yeah I see where you guys get that so you know that's where we got we can do when you know sing a song for two issues yeah I swear the to God, the ba- sec- yeah. If Batman sings a song, I'm done. I'm throwing the shit in the garbage. If he's driving the plane and he's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm done. It's over. Good night, everyone. I don't think that they're gonna do that to Batman. But he, what, what Tom King needs to do is he needs to kick in whatever's gonna start happening. He needs to kick it in and start rolling with it. So whatever the monsters are coming in, whatever the monsters are gonna be, it needs to, it needs to be out of the gate it just needs to go well and that's the difference between him and Snyder Snyder almost every fucking issue left you with oh shit I can't wait to see what's gonna happen next huh. he had a very like the closest person I can think of to um, compare him to would be Robert Kirkman yeah he's a very Kirkman style where he likes to leave you on edge so you're like oh I can't wait for this like Almost every issue of Batman leaves you on edge where Batman's in a situation or something and does something, and you're like, fuck, man, did you read this week's issue of Batman? Like, it was so good. Could you believe that such and such did this? Yeah. The Joker did what? He had their faces? What? And then this is like... Tom King doesn't do that. No. Tom King leaves you with, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's been two weeks, huh? He he leaves you with a book that you can be like, oh, well, this could be the end, and I'm... And okay. Yeah, like I could probably not pick up issue three and be and probably be fine with it. Yeah, I really could. Like, th- and that's what I'm kind of nervous about with this book. Also, is that when I'm like that with a book, I end up just forgetting about it. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll go fight crime today. I died a month ago. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll get my boosters on the plane. <laughs> I died a month ago and came back to life. <laughs> I could die again at any moment. Dick would take my place. <laughs> then he would die too. That's just he's got the. And I, <sighs> I guess if I died and came back to life like that too, I guess I would have a little. Sounds like slam poetry. He's writing in his bedroom, listening to Blink One Eighty Two Adam song. <laughs> I never thought I'd die alone. <laughs> I died and came back. I'll die again. I die and come back. Dick will take my place, and then he'll die too. And then Tim will take his place, and then he'll die. Another six. And then Jason will be here too. Jason will die again. 
Because he already died once. And then Damien will take the mantle. And he'll die, die, die. So much death, Batman. I can't do it. So much death. I'm going to go to Hawaii for a week. Death surrounds me. It's going to show, it's gonna show <laughs> Bruce Wayne in Hawaii. Dead with parents. Like, with a... With a colorful Hawaiian shirt on and a coconut with an umbrella and it sitting on the beach. Death, death, death. Crime alley. Dead parents. I sob. That's what he's just doing. Fucking slam poetry right there. <laughs> Batman slam poetry. Oh, that's fucking funny. Jesus. Uh, I dude, I honestly give this book like a six five. Yeah. I just I I had high hopes for it. Issue one wasn't bad. There, okay, yeah, you pointed out some quirky issues, and so did others, but, you know, it's just this. I, I think what takes me out of it is not knowing what's canon and what isn't. Yeah. Because I'm going with, okay, well, why is he doing this when in New 52 he did this? So it's like, why, what is going on? I think he needs a new suit. I think it's a suit that's bringing him down. No, I like the suit. I do, too. But... And just why I'm like, and that's the other thing that throws me is, okay, so they knew they were doing Rebirth. They gave him a re- new suit. Greg Capullo designs the suit. They're still continuing with that suit. Why? So wh- where, where are they going? What's the canon? It, well, we don't know if we're doing New 52. We don't know if we are doing New 52. Got our heads in our asses, bub. What's up? <laughs> that's what it feels like. Yeah. You know? It's just like, what are you fucking doing? They're having a hard time putting his own pants on. Yeah. Yeah. It's... So, I mean, hopefully after six issues, Tom will have it rolling. He'll get it going. It'll be on the path, and, and we could say, okay, Tom has redeemed himself. I hope. I hope. Hope and hope. Because <laughs> I think... I think he's about to destroy Batman. Well, we'll see. I don't think DC will let him. But if their sales start dropping too bad, I think they'll pull him from the book. I think they will, too. Put Scott Snyder on it. No, I don't know if they'll put Snyder, but they'll put someone else on it. I hope they put Tinian on it. Tinian the fourth. That'd be nice. But um, Mr. JT4. Yeah. All right, so let's move on from a book that we just want to shit on to a book that was fucking fucking gave me a raging heart on. Walking Dead... 156. This book was leaked. This book has been blown up all over the internet. I've been wanting to talk about this book since Tuesday. We had discussed talking about it Tuesday. Kyle wanted to, and I was like, we didn't do a show Tuesday because I wasn't feeling good, and I had to do overtime, and I just wasn't feeling it. And Kyle was like, we need to talk about this book. I was like, no, we should wait till Thursday. Kyle's like, no, we need to talk about this book. (laughs) I was like, no, we should wait till Thursday. they They showed what? Two pages, they showed, what, like, eight panels. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and the shit was all over the internet. And it wasn't, that, like, it got me rock hard, but I was like, I want to I read everything so I know what context I have to go into it before I talk about it. Um, but, dude, this book, from the moment it op- I opened it to the final panel, I was like, holy shit. I mean, I loved that Negan, he was playing him like a fiddle. The entire time. Yeah, I... Like he, I thought there was going to be some sort of Negan Alpha love triangle, and he fucking played that perfectly. Dude, he... he yeah, dude, he, he played the devil went down to Georgia. And I liked that the opening panel 
is is just straight up beta like staring at him I like how uh, I don't approve this I like how Alpha and Beta both of their uh, skins are bald people uh-huh. with, with long with long, long hair, hair on the side yeah I like that and so this is the very first this is the well one of the most Negan filled issues I can remember since he's appeared other than his his weekly uh, origin story in the the image plus where you think Lucille is going to be his wife's name um, that's the speculation is that Lucille is going to be his wife's name because he's his wife had a huge impact her death has a huge impact on him and he even talks about it in this yeah um, so clearly his his wife's death had a huge impact and by naming his bat Lucille that's kind of one way to keep a little bit of her alive and how like precious that bat was to him uh-huh. that's kind of what made me think that or, and that's kind of what it was bringing the internet to the conclusion that Lucille was actually his life's name, so that's why he calls the bat Lucille. And this probably has to be the wordiest Walking Dead issue to date. Yeah, I agree. It's like it's usually like just enough talking to get the point across to keep you fucking flowing through. Because all the usually this one, I mean, felt like a one minute read. They usually feel like a you know like a two minute read. Like yeah. Jesus Christ, that was fast. This one, I just burned through it. Mm-hmm. And then I thumbed back through it again. I have read this over and over. I have tried to dissect this. <laughs> um, there are some good Negan one-liners in here. Uh, pretty much um, what it is is it's it's Negan trying to join their group in their ranks. And the Alpha pretty much tells him, you need to, to show us that you're strong enough and earn your place. So he kind of is. Um, and she gives him his knife back and... You know, he's helping work around the farm. He's helping doing chores. He he shoots his first boar and flips I like out. like how he's all fucking stoked about yeah. it and shit. And he's, like, getting yelled at <laughs> because <clears throat> he was loud. Um, and then he gets attacked while working, and the the roamers are like, if you're strong, you'll survive. Like, they're not helping him at all. Yeah. So he ends up getting his knife and killing him and bringing two... Bring two bodies back to the town. See, when it leaked on the internet, they showed the way they showed it was they showed the final panel or the panel. But they they showed the pages before it where he where he slices her throat, mm-hmm. and then they also showed the page where he was walking the two walkers back. Mm-hmm. So I thought he was actually walking Alpha and Beta back to Rick. Yeah, that's kind of what the thought. It's kind of how they implied it. Yeah. But that's not what happened. But he's like, got a couple fresh ones for you. And then the guy's like, whoa, two kills on your own? Impressive work, man. Like, it's hard to kill a, a walker, two right. walkers at this point. And Beta's kind of like, whatever. He's jelly. Yeah. And he's super jelly. <clears throat> so Negan pretty much is in the graces of the good graces of everyone now. And uh, he's going to sleep. And he hears some girl scream. And he goes to to see what's going on and two of the walkers Weren't are they, trying they, to Beta was making him move to the outside yeah. of the camp yeah so he was like yeah he's like yeah not here not today and he's like whatever he's like limp dick f- giant fuck <laughs> he's like fuck you softy mcdick face I love that <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was one of my favorite lines softy mcdick face um I mean he has some other good one liners in here but like Kyle said this is the most 
wordy issues um, that have been going on. There was a one Asian vegan in this whole book. There was or wasn't? There wasn't. Oh. Yeah. Um, so here's basically a girl scream and he goes to see what's going on. And two of the, the whispers are trying to rape a girl. <clears throat> so Negan stops him and he's like, you sick fuck. He's like, tear my pants off, prick. See what I got. I'll knock your fucking teeth out with my swinging dick. <clears throat> he's like, last chance. You force yourself into this woman and I'll force this knife into your dick hole. You know what? Too fucking late already. And then Beta shows up and knocks him out and tells him to stay down. And Negan's kind of confused. He's like, you're defending them? He's like, these men were living their lives. We don't interfere. She did not call for help. You denied her the right to defend herself and prove she's strong. So they have a whole, like, inferiority complex or God complex with being strong. Who's the strongest? And there's a whole conversation between Alpha and Beta about how she's the strongest and that if he, she's like, I've always known that you're going to rise up against me. Is this the time? Is this the time you stand up against me and, and try to overthrow me? And he's like, no. He's like, I, I follow you. And kneels down to her. And Negan's like, fuck yeah, I follow you too. And he's like, I'm so fucking hard right now. <laughs> um, but then Negan kind of gets up and he's like, are you fucking joking with this shit? Uh, and then Alpha, uh, Alpha's like, I know what you were trying to do, but it's not your way. And it's not our way. And he pretty much starts telling them that their way's fucking wrong. And this is kind of what throws me off. He pretty much goes into, like, this Rick-esque rant. So, like, uh, Alpha comes back to him. He's like, weirdest fuck, uh, what is it? Fucking weirdest weirdos ever. And Alpha comes up and wakes him up and then asks him to, like, talk. So they're talking. Go ahead, Kyle. What? Yo, you don't want to jump in here? Oh, yeah. No, they're, 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 what they're doing is they're discussing, like, and they're going back to that whole, she was weak, you know, you need to prove the kind of, you know, who you are, and Negan's pretty much like, you guys are just fucking animals, you guys are, you know, what the, you know, the fucking basis of civilization is that, you know, if you're not protecting the weak, you know, you're not even civilized. Yeah. And, you know, they're going back and forth, and this is where I think, I think this is the biggest part where, where, Negan was really playing him because he, he didn't really care I think what he was doing was he was I think what he was using the situation as a way to gauge do you know what I mean he was yeah. he was gauging everybody because you know they weren't really attacking him he knows he's kind of got alpha where he wants or like she she trusts him more you know and he, he was trying not to show too much and I think he was just I think he was just pushing envelopes to everybody and just showing him, you know, what what can I get away with with these people? What are they going to let me do? Mm-hmm. And you know what? And it pretty much showed. He pretty much did what he does. He does whatever the fuck he wants. And he still gets kind of, he gets he gets his way. Because mm-hmm. he still walked through. He still insulted Alpha. He's still disrespected. He's, and nothing came up out of it. Yeah, because she's even like, are you trying to challenge me? To become alpha, you want to take my place? And he's like, no, I'm fucking Negan. That's better. Yeah. You know? But here's my thing. So they have this very Rick-esque conversation about the way things are done. And she admits that, like, she let these other dudes rape her daughter. She's like, I gave my daughter to them thinking that it would make her strong. And now she's Karl Papa's booty. But, and it didn't. So, like... 
it almost... I don't know. It, there's so much dialogue in here, but I feel like it's important. I don't want to sit here and read it. So if you, I would definitely say pick up this issue just to to get this dialogue because it's a very Rick-esque moment. And you see a very... You see a side of Negan I don't think you've seen yet where he pretty much says, you know, I lost someone close to me, so I don't feel anymore. See, I think he was playing... Because he, he ends up saying... And this is why I think he was playing everybody like a fiddle because he ends up styling him. It's he says, uh, uh, where does he say it? He pretty much says, "I don't give a shit about nothing," because he says, you know, right here, I've lost someone very close to me, and it broke my heart. I don't feel happy. That's why I'm alive. He says, he says, you tell me, I have to crush and feel the babies to keep breathing. Sure. You say people who rely on me aren't going to live unless I turn someone's head into a bowl of gravy. I'm here. I don't feel bad. I don't think about it. I just do what needs to do. It's survival. Like I said, I'm broken. I'm not living. And he goes, uh, he says, you're, you're just pretending I'm not. Like, yeah. he, does, he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't. <clears throat> well, and what I took from it is I think, honestly, reading this. He even this, says it. I can't feel things. No matter how hard I try, not after my loss, I'm dead to this world. He, he's he was just he even said it yeah I mean I think that he's having a very to me it reads out like he's having a very Rick a Rick X-esque moment and you're seeing the very distinct similarities between him and Rick Rick lost someone very important to him and Lori and in mm-hmm. the baby and it's all pretty Rick I mean Rick still has Carl mm-hmm. but it's to the point now where like Rick has said that he there's not much in the world left sacred to him and that's kind of what Negan's having that same conflict and I think it's going to come and it's been laid it's going to come at some point that I think Rick put him up to this the whole like wait till Rick gets a load of this Uh I think you're going to see that it's going to come back to a conversation that they had in um in the jail cell that this played out the way Rick wanted it to and he wanted he knew that that kid would go to Negan, mm-hmm. and that's why he let himself get caught being going to, seen going to Negan. So he knew that kid would go to Negan. He knew Negan would let him out so that people – he can act like he had nothing to do with this. But I think it's going to come to the point where he, like he, he sent, asked he Negan. He sent a spy in to, yeah. to take, care, take care of – Yeah, and he knew that dirty Negan work. could take care of what needed to be done. So you think they actually have an alliance? I, I think that – they have some sort of alliance. There's going to be some sort of agreement there. And that's why he cuts her head off and he's like, wait till Rick gets a load of this. I just like, he says, maybe you do belong here. He's like, maybe. He slices his throat, but I don't want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> well, he has that whole thing. Like, Negan has always had a code. Granted, he's dead inside, but he's always had a code. He, he's, he even says, I don't kill people just to kill people. I kill people because I have a fucking reason to. Yeah. And he's like, you people just kill to kill. He's like, I don't do that. I kill people because either there's a reason or they crossed me. And he's just letting it. They have that whole giant conversation. And he's like, you're pretty much, you're all fucked. It's like, you're all fucked in the head. But I mean, right now, he is the leader of the Whispers. Yeah, he took down he took down Alpha, so he would be the leader of the Whispers. Like, I wonder if he's going to walk back. He has to walk back into their camp. Motherfuckers. Yeah, well, in the next issue is the first issue of the Whisper Wars. So I think, in, unless maybe you're right. I mean, maybe Negan's 
going to go back to the camp, and the Whispers are going to follow him, and they're going to try to lay siege to Alexandria. But I don't, right now, it doesn't, I, I don't know. Like, I thought it was so clever. I was like, yeah, we got this under control. Like, Negan is, is going to be in a relationship with Alpha. You know, I've heard a few people say that, and I, I don't remember if I agreed with that. Well, I remember when they showed the when uh, Charlie Adler released the cover for this book, I was like, fucking told you, Kyle. And I sent it to you, and you're like, oh, shit, you called it. But I was not expecting what happened. I was not expecting the, the throat slice at the end. No, I was, I was not expecting him to, to cut her fucking head off. And what kind of... What kind of made me think that there might be like a, uh, some sort of alliance between him and Rick, you know, kind of like, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Type thing. See, I wonder why she's on the cover one fifty seven. I I don't know. Because, she did. Yeah. She did dead. So I wonder what's up with that. Uh, I I don't know, but you know, it's kind of like that sen- that sentiment: the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So I wonder if maybe him and Negan made some sort of deal that if Negan takes care of the the situation and the problem. Because remember, Negan gave him that whole pep talk and then Rick went out and gave that whole speech about... He pretty much lied to everybody. Yeah. That's Walking Dead 158. Shows Negan in front of the whispers and fucking... Looks like Michonne ready for fucking war. So I think I, Rick's gonna die in this. Maybe, maybe he's gonna die at the end of it, and he's it's gonna be. You know, he's gonna take over for Rick's spot. Who knows? It's it's hard to spe- it. You can speculate and speculate and speculate, and we could be wrong. Oh, we normally are. Let's see if we can get to what issue one fifty nine looks like. Oh, they're only giving us two extra issues. What do you mean? They're not showing us the cover to 159. Uh, so we're only getting 157, 158 covers. I was trying to see. But you know what? That's another thing with the uh, the Walking Dead issues. Oops, that's one. Is, uh, is the covers, there? there's no insight into shit. No. Not at all. And that's in the. And they, I think they use the covers to try and mislead you because people are going to be speculating, oh, this is going to happen now. And like, look at this cover. You know, who would have thought? It made you thought that like they were like. Yeah, they were going to be like, fall for each other. They were like and, intimate or yeah. something. And Negan, because he's basically like dipping her, and you think that Negan's like going to pound that puss. When I dip, you dip, we dip. But I that was. Because the the Walking Dead's been kind of in a lull. It's it's just been putting along a little bit. He's been he's been slowly building up to what I'm assuming is going to be an awesome Whisper War, which our last war was all out war, which was what three years ago. Was it that long ago? Two thousand thirteen. Year ago. What? Yeah, it was. Fuck. <laughs> no. That well, far? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I, don't I mean, here. Uh, I thought it was 2014. All out war. Walking Dead. It was. Let's see. Walking Dead. It was issue 115. Uh huh. So that was 
45 issues ago. Shit, dude. <laughs> Doesn't feel like that long ago. That was... Well, well that was because... But, and that, yeah, Walking Dead was bi-weekly for that, too. Yeah. But that was... Uh, October 9th. God damn it. Just when you'd want a date. I think if... Oh, I'll just do this. Walking Dead 115. If Rick dies... It won't be till issue two hundred. You think so? Yeah. I I think he'll make it to two hundred issues, and that'll be it. Uh, issue one fifteen of The Walking Dead, two thousand thirteen, October 9th. Fuck! So the end of two thousand thirteen. Damn, doesn't feel like that long ago. Yep. Because that was uh, ten years of The Walking Dead. Yeah. And that the All Out War. Remember, you got all of the issues. All the connecting issues for mm-hmm. all out war. Right. Damn, that was a long time ago. That's crazy. Because it was 2003 to 2013 with The Walking Dead. To think that this book is about to hit 200 issues and there's no stoppage in sight. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's so weird. But who knows? I think it's part of it's because he puts along sometimes. Yeah. He games the thrones it. A little bit. <laughs> Because there's a few times we've, we've, we've talked about the issues and we're like, yeah, this is just a, a filler issue, just enough mm-hmm. to wonder what the fuck's going on. So, yeah. And then he gives us this fucking hard-on right here. Well, dude, this is about the same time last year we got a huge issue. Because literally to the day last year, we were in San Diego when they dropped the issue when Alpha put all killed everybody. Oh, yes. Rosa. That was a year um, ago. yeah. He kills Rosita? Rosa and uh, Rosita and uh, uh, Ezekiel. Ezekiel and all those people and put their heads on pikes. Yeah. Literally to the day. Yeah. Because we bought the San Diego covers. Mm-hmm. So. That means we're going to get. Oh, no, we're not going to. What? Because it's that one. What? Because I was hoping we'd get like a Whisperer's. The Whisper War One, like San Diego variant, but I'm sure we'll get a, a oh, San Diego will. variant for that. We one. will because it'll be next month. Yeah. Nope. No. It's in two weeks. Never mind. Yeah. So eventually we just get a variant to this one. Yeah, I'm sure. One fifty six, which is fine. Fine with me, you know. I would love to see an alternate cover to right. Walking Dead one fifty six. But yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> moral of the story is what the fuck's going on? Where the fuck's Walking Dead going? I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Maybe we'll find out in two weeks. Maybe. Maybe we'll find out at the panel that he's doing at San Diego Comic-Con. With Adlard? Who fucking knows, but all I know is that this book is on fire right now. And it went from a small smolder to a giant blaze. And And Kirkman's good at that. One issue. So, and if you notice, we haven't had an issue of Outcast in a while. Mm Mm-mm. Been a couple months. mm Mm-hmm. I wonder what's up with that. I don't know. Probably he's working on the show. Which I'm not even caught. I've only seen two episodes of. There wasn't even an episode on Friday. Really? Nope. Mm. Weird. I figured because of the holiday weekend they weren't doing yeah, an maybe. episode. Maybe. It's hmm. weird. That'd but be yeah. cool if they do a panel at San Diego. For Outcast? Yeah. I've not seen anything yet. Like it would be cool we'll if see. the dude who plays Kyle, the guy from Almost Famous, yeah. is going to be in it. He'd be cool. Hey, Kyle, see. I'm Kyle. Wait, you want me to draw Kyle and put two Kyle from Ky- or <laughs> two Kyle? Yeah. You mean the guy in the book? No, my name's Kyle. Oh. oh. Okay. 
That guy had that guy's fucking wheels turning in his brain. <laughs> there was smoke coming out of his ears. He just couldn't wrap his fucking head around it. Nope. Like he'd never met somebody named fucking Kyle before. You yeah, no. That that is true story. <laughs> I do have an awesome picture of uh, a one of a kind drawing of the first issue of Outcast though. Yes you do. I got that shit framed, bitches. It says to Kyle, doesn't it? No. I got issue number two that says to Kyle. Oh. Outcast number two. Which I am taking that book with me, Outcast. Yep. To San Diego. Me too. I need to start deciding. I'm almost beginning to consider thinking about what books I might take to San Diego. I got nine books. They're already set aside. I'm already done. I know I'm I know one book that I'm taking so far. What's that? A Walking Dead book. Yeah. I haven't even picked it out yet. I just know I'm taking one. The Adlard? Oh, I'm taking Walking Dead 100 for sure. The McFarlane cover? Yep. That's what I'm taking. I think I'm going to take that one I've already got Robert. I've got McFarlane. I just need Adlard. I have have more on that one, too. Yeah? The way I saw it was, I think I've told this story before, because he didn't really want to sign it at first. He's like, I had nothing to do with it. I said, dude, you drew, you, you began The Walking Dead. You yeah. and Robert Kirkman began this. Without you, there would be no issue 100. There would yeah. be no issue 156. Right. It is because of you. He's like, thought about it, looked at me. He's like, you know what? He's like, you're fucking right. Thanks <laughs> to that book. Give me $5. <laughs> Give me $5. <laughs> <laughs> so we fucking signed it. Yes, he had nothing to do with it, but at the same time, it's the same... Just like... Yeah, but the same could be made for all the fucking Stan Lee dweebs that you make fun of. I was just going to say that. You know? Oh, well, Stan Lee, he had nothing to do with the last issue of Fantastic Four, but because he created them without Stan Lee, there is no Fantastic Four, so sign this book, bitch. It's kind of the reason why I had him sign my Spider-Man 300. Yeah. Besides that, McFarlane had signed it. (laughs) But it's a, it's the same reason. It's it's first off, it's my goddamn book. Right. I'll have fucking anybody I want sign it that I'm willing to sign it. Right. But second is yes, without Stanley, there would there there might be a man spider. You know what I mean? But who knows? There, that shit might not have fucking. You wouldn't have Peter Parker. Yes. I get what you're saying. It's a it's a logical point. I understand. I am not disagreeing with you at all. <laughs> Without Tony Moore, even though he did what the first six issues, he did it all the way till like issue twenty. He did the covers. Well, right, but he did the interiors for like the what first six issues. Yeah. No, I I don't agree. I don't disagree with you at all. And he did the covers all the way up until like nineteen. <clears throat> but. Something like that. That's a raw deal, but it seems like he's he's kind of over it now. Not as getting that fat. AMC money. He's like, whatever. I mean, he. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he got a small chunk of Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, well, yeah, because his name's on that show, too. Is it? Yeah. So, I mean, he's getting that, those fat AMC checks. I, I would be fucking... I would be a Walking Dead-loving fool again. Right. Because, fuck that. But, yeah, that's the way I saw it, so I had him sign it. There you go. Fuck it. Fucking five bucks. Give me five bucks. That book... I have fucking... I stood in line with that book for like 15 hours to have Todd McFarlane sign it. <laughs> I stood in line for like five hours to have Robert Kirkman sign it. And I stood in line for like seven seconds to have Tony Moore sign it. 
You'll stand in line for like two hours and have Charlie Adlard sign it. Yes. Yes, I will. <laughs> because it'll be worth it. That's true. I think the other book I'm going to have him sign is I have one Robert Kirkman says to Kyle, Robert Kirkman. I have another one that Charlie or that Tony Moore signed that says, what did he write? Fucking fucking rock on or walker on or zombie on you know to Kyle rock hard Tony Moore yeah and then so I'm gonna have him sign that one that says to Kyle to Kyle your awkward boner is making me very uncomfortable Tony Moore quit knocking over my statues <laughs> quit touching my shit Tony Moore <laughs> get it off the table to Kyle quit touching my shit Tony Moore you really don't have to be on this side of the table with it <laughs> to Kyle where's my five dollars Tony Moore <laughs> <laughs> I would I have a picture with me in Tony Moore where I had him sign issue nine. Yeah. And uh I was like I had a little bit of banter with him back and forth where we, I think he was kind of annoyed at me and I was like, Hey, can you take a picture? He's like hey. he's like and he <laughs> fucking smiles and like points and shit at the fucking comic. Somebody didn't just grab him and wipe his ass with it. Yeah. I drew this book. My Oh, I think my Walking Dead 5, he told me that was the nicest copy he'd ever seen of it. Really? Yeah, and then fucking, it got, oh, it got graded a 9 something. That was one that was like a 9, 6, 9 something, and it came back a 9, 2. Jesus. Christ. That's what happens when you break it out of the case. Right. That's why I won't break my number one out of the case. There you go. Don't touch it. Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Don't touch it. So if you haven't read Walking Dead yet fucking go out and buy it that I agree if the internet hasn't spoiled it for you like I don't care about spoilers I don't give a shit you know what I mean Mm. I'll read it it makes it that much more fun to me because you know what they made it out of context they they took it out made it something else so I had a completely different idea in my head so I'm glad that I did get to read it and got the right idea there you go or my idea I guess I should say I still think he's playing him like a fiddle. Yeah, I I don't know what to do. I I think the opposite. I think there might be some underlying plan that was put in place between him and Rick. Well I think he was I think he was playing the whispers like a fiddle. I think he was Yeah. I think he was I think he was looking for like he found the exploit of Alpha's really not as strong as she says she is. Mm-hmm. It's really beta watching over her shoulder. In case something happens, it's you yeah. know what I mean. He's kind of the protector from the outside, and she just has this persona of being strong. And I think that's what he was doing when I say he's playing like a fiddle. He was he was pushing the envelope. He was being like a little kid. He was seeing what he could get away with, and he was he was figuring out their weaknesses. And he figured out the biggest weakness of us all is fucking Alpha was fucking. Yeah, you're only strong as your as your weakest link. Yeah. So it was pretty much Beta that was calling all the shots, and Alpha was just in charge. Yep, I think that's, and I think he figured that out, and he fucking, he cut the head right off the snake. Yep, we'll see. We'll find out. It'll be interesting to see going on to issue 200 whose theory was right. And So are they going to do uh, bi-weekly Whisper Wars? I don't know. I'm sure we'll find out next weekend. I don't think they are. I think or we two are, weeks. I think we already heard about it. Probably. It depends on how big of an event the Whisper Wars is. It's six issues. Yeah, so it's, it, All Out War was way more than six issues. It might be a squirmish. Maybe. 
Might be a little bit of a just a. It's a it's a um, a jolly duel. Yes. A lighthearted duel. But all right, that'll be it for our show for this week. Um, if you liked comic book reviews, make sure to li- to subscribe. Leave us a review, you know, on the, the Facebook. Review this. The the iTunes. Download us while you're there. Subscribe to us. I'd like to say our new Patreon. Oh, yes. Can't forget to, to give him a shout-out. Jose. Yes, thank you. We do appreciate we your contribution. We'll have to name the studio contribution. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We do appreciate your contribution. Um, it's been a weird weekend. If he'd like to message us about a topic or something he would like us to talk yes. about please message Matt and not me <laughs> <laughs> and Matt will relay the information to me there you go yeah um, you guys if you you know you both you and Ralph both have um, the option to pick a topic or a new story that we talk about or and decide what show you want it to be on or if there's and a book you want to review interest. yeah hell yeah um, that's cool if you want to be like the gentleman we just uh, named and want to uh, support us on Patreon, you can do so. You do, we do have different tiers of um, prizes and and rewards you get for doing so, and we have some cool some cool ones. I think we're the only ones. I've not seen anyone else name their studio after a different person every time. Nope. I so, we're one of a kind. Um, but, yeah, we're working on getting some furniture and getting a new AC unit, and luckily I had to turn the AC on two hours before we recorded it today. To keep it 80 degrees in here today. <laughs> it's not bad, though. No, it's it's comfortable. It's better than 84 and 85, like the yeah, sauna that it's, it's been. It's comfortable. but um, I think if we get to... I think we should make a contest. If we can get to enough Patreons... Kyle, will send everyone dick pics. I will send everyone a dick pic of Jose. <laughs> Jesus. No, I said we'll start doing a, uh, a Patreon-only show every month. One show that only the Patreons get to hear. I would be down for that. We have to figure out how many how many Patreons do we need before we get to do that, though. Yeah. Well, our goal right now is only $300, I think, or $3,000, or I can't remember what our goal $3 is. $3 million. I can't remember what our goal is. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, if we get enough Patreon, I'm doing another show. I will I will do a Patreon-only show. Dude, if we could get enough Patreons where I didn't have to work anymore and I could just podcast all day, I'd give you a show a day. Ooh, a comic review. Or a comic theater. I'd give you a different show every day. You would have your fill. You and would fill, fill the you would have the, you would fill the cup on absolute <laughs> geek. Every every podcast idea I had, everything would be fucking out there and it would fill the cup. Sadly I don't think that's ever gonna happen, but one can dream, right? One can dream. Keep dream al- keep hope alive. <laughs> don't let those dreams be dreams. <laughs> don't let those dreams be dreams. <laughs> On that note, um, if you want to, if you want to, you know, download us and social media, we're on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter. Find us on me. Twitter. Banter with us on Twitter. Oh yeah, I love bantering on Twitter. I do too. <laughs> I have to go. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I coughed. What I have to go fuck? fucking like read into the YouTube drama and start shit with people on there just to get witty banter on <laughs> on Twitter because nobody nobody cares. What's your uh, <coughs> my, my Twitter handle is. At Kyle Kane four three one one, find me and banter. It is uh, at a geek Matt, so you can't really fuck that up. Um, but yeah, that has been comic book reviews for this week. Hope you enjoyed the show. I sure as hell did. For the Absolute Geek Podcast, I am Matt, and I'm Kyle, and we will see you 
next time. Next time. I like that. <laughs>